baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On the Tuesday, WCBS Morning News Roundup. Seven-year-old girl is grazed by a bullet outside a city deli as a rash of shootings continues. Bloody weekend in New York City as anti-gun units get to work. And 10 guns removed from our streets. I'm Sean Adams near police headquarters. COVID cases start ticking up again, but experts aren't too concerned. We don't expect to see a steep surge. I'm Steve Burns in Brooklyn. Congress passed the Equal Rights Amendment on this date way back in 72. So why hasn't it happened yet? In our 88 Seconds in Sound, the woman who rallied to derail the ERA. I would like to uh, thank my husband Fred for letting me come today. I love to say that because it irritates the women's livers more than anything that I say. Tuesday, March 22nd. Good morning, I'm Paul Verdane. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. It's going to be a sunny day after some morning clouds with a high of 55 to 60. A weekend that saw 29 shootings here in New York City was followed by a Monday in which a 7-year-old girl was grazed by a bullet outside of a deli on Surf Avenue in Brooklyn. The rash of shootings is happening as the first of the new neighborhood police teams hits the streets looking for guns. And Sean Adams is now at One Police Plaza this morning. Sean, first, how's the girl doing? Well, the seven-year-old girl is recovering. A bullet from a drive-by shooter grazed her abdomen yesterday afternoon. It was around 3 p.m. outside the Seabreeze Deli, Coney Island. Uh, it was about two hours after that shooting that the girl complained of pain. Her mother then looked at her jacket and her shirt, realized there were holes and then uh, saw that her daughter actually had a, a graze wound. Uh, so she took her to the hospital. She's going to be fine. Paul, Wayne? Sean, what's the word on the anti-gun unit's first week out there in the streets? Well, the first week for Mayor Adams' new anti-gun units, uh, he's been talking about these actually for, for a couple of years. Way back uh, two years ago when people were calling for def defunding the police, he was the only person who was uh, intending to run for mayor at the time who said we needed to bring a unit like this back. Uh, in the first week, 10 guns recovered, 31 arrests. Much different from the past, these units are not in plain clothes. They wear modified uniforms, and they have additional training. Mayor Adams insists this will not be a return to the days of stop and frisk. We're not going to allow that to happen in our city. We're not going to break the law to enforce the law. We can have the balance that we are looking for by using p precision policing. So he adds uh, these units will not be stopping people uh, at random uh, based on ethnicity or demographics. They're going to be going after the known gang members and people suspected of having guns, and they're going to base a lot of this on intelligence. Sean, thank you. A doorman at the Plaza Hotel witnessed a man randomly attacking a nine-year-old tourist yesterday outside the hotel at 59th and 5th. A girl was walking with her mother when a random man punched her right in the face. I turned around and faced him and yelled at him not to move anymore and stay where he was and just really, you know, I'm glad he did. That is the Plaza Hotel doorman, Neil Johnson, who stopped the suspect from getting away. Police made the arrest and the girl 
was treated at the scene for a bruise to her head. It's fair to say the new Omicron subvariant is sweeping New York, but it's also fair to say the numbers are not large, and the state hopes to keep it that way. Steve Burns joins us live this morning with an update from New York's state health commissioner. Steve. Yeah, Paul, it seems like every time we think we're in the clear, COVID throws us another curveball. This time it's an even more contagious subvariant of Omicron known as BA2. It's now about 42% of cases in New York State. But Health Commissioner Dr. Mary Bassett isn't sounding the alarm just yet. It's no surprise to us that we are seeing COVID cases tick up. Um, We are seeing this as society opens up more and as this virus continues to adapt to human beings and to our vaccines. She says New York is not seeing the steep rise from this variant that it has with others. BA2 is more contagious, but symptoms do not appear to be more severe, and it looks like vaccines are still effective against it. Paul and Wayne. Steve, still some concerning vaccination and booster numbers. Where do officials want to see improvement? Yeah, the advice remains the same, that the booster is the best protection against this variant. Only 56% of New Yorkers have gotten boosted. Looking at nursing homes specifically, 73% of residents are boosted. That still leaves, though, that 27% who aren't. Governor Hochul promised she is not closing down any vaccination or testing sites since, in her words, this virus remains unpredictable. Steve Burns this morning on our WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Craig Allen, I reached for a light jacket this morning. I think that's going to work. It works. It uh, works, that is, for this afternoon. This morning it's a little chilly, but uh, 48 degrees that itself is not so bad for this time of year, but we still have a northwesterly wind, 12 gusting to 20 miles per hour at this hour. Mostly sunny for today and a high of 55 to 60. So nice and a good amount of sunshine for the afternoon at the, at least. Increasing clouds and chilly for tonight. Lows near 40, mid-30s in some suburbs. Reach for the umbrella before you leave tomorrow morning because by tomorrow afternoon and evening it will be raining. It'll start breaking out from west to east, high 45 to 50. Thursday, more rain off and on through the day, even into Thursday night, and a high near 50. Again, 48 now, humidity 29%. Craig Allen in the Weather Center. It's the Morning News Roundup, and a trial continues this morning in Suffolk County. MS-13 gang killings that terrorized the area four years ago. A young woman who was 17 at the time stands accused of luring five young men to their deaths. But one got away, and WCBS's Sophia Hall heard his account of what happened that night and the role the girl may have played. The young man sat on the stand and testified in Spanish that he was told by an acquaintance back in 2017, her name, Lenise Escobar, also known as Little Devil, to pick her up with his best friend and they were going to smoke pot in the woods. But when they got to the central Islip wooded area, the man says a group of eight or nine suddenly ran through a hole in the fence carrying machetes and said, get on your knees, you are going to die. But the man testified he decided to run for his life, jumping on a fallen tree and going over the fence. He kept running, he says, for a long time until he came to a residential area. He says for a while, two men chased him, but he lost them. Back at that wooded area, the man's best friend and three others were murdered. Defense attorneys say Escobar, the woman on trial, knew nothing of the plan and did not lure the men there. Instead, she thought she was going to the woods to smoke pot, and that's it. The trial is expected to last about four weeks. In Central Islip, Sophia Hall, WCBS News Radio 880. 
Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernay. Morning News Roundup with your three things to know this morning. Well, first, Ukrainian forces say they have retaken a strategically important suburb near Kiev. But Russia's attack on the port city of Mariupol rages on. Number two, the U.N. Refugee Agency says a fourth of the Ukraine population has been left homeless. That's 10 million people, and three and a half million are now in other countries. Third thing, Ukrainians are increasingly confident. A victory, 91% of random adults reached by cell phone tell a Kiev-based poll that the Ukraine troops eventually will defeat Russian forces and end the invasion. On this Tuesday morning, up next, our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound for the 22nd of March. Congress passed the Equal Rights Amendment on this date, but it was Phyllis Schlafly who coalesced conservatives, including conservative women, to oppose a change to allow women equal rights under U.S. law. I would like to uh, thank my husband, Fred, for letting me come today. I love to say that because it irritates the women's livers more than anything that I say. This date in 72, the ERA passed the Senate. New Jersey and New York ratified it just weeks later. Connecticut a year later. But then something changed. Conservatives lined up behind Schlafly to warn that the ERA would deny women alimony and their child custody rights. But the ERA today is not dead. In 2020, Virginia lawmakers voted to be the 38th state to ratify the legally necessary number. Except five states that did ratify have since rescinded. But this date's event of most lasting impact for all Americans was in 2010, when the Congress approved health coverage to the uninsured and gave working Americans options they had never had before. They could change jobs without losing health care. They can become self-employed. They could start a small business. So we believe that this act that was passed tonight is an all-American act. No House Republicans voted in favor. In fact, most Americans disapproved at first, but now most approve not wanting to give back the coverage they've since grown used to. The Supreme Court has upheld Obamacare three times. Our top story, President Trump has just announced he has activated the National Guard in New York. 2020. FEMA, he says, will build four large medical stations in New York. Including the Javits Center with 4,000 beds. A month later, Cuomo would ask Trump for four more temporary hospitals in New York. 1992. A U.S. air flight, New York to Cleveland, crashes on takeoff from LaGuardia. 27 people, about half those on board, die. The most famous New Yorker birthday today was a man who died just last year. Stephen Sondheim, born in 1930. My father, Herbert Sondheim, was a self-taught piano player. He couldn't read music, but he liked to pick out Broadway tunes on the piano. And I used to sit next to him when I was very small, and he would put my hand on... His, his little finger, which played the melody up at the top of the piano. Sondheim was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom and was credited for having reinvented the American musical. This is March 22nd. in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 